Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. <laughs> I'm gonna miss it. I'm gonna miss it. I won't. I don't it. think I'm gonna miss these people for a while. I think I think they'll need to be gone for a while so I can miss them. Maybe Even for Winter House. Winter House. Question: Is Winter House airing in the summer or in the winter? It should air. Should air during the winter, right? That's a good question, though. They haven't filmed it yet, have they? That's a good question. Or did they film it in the winter? Did they film it like January, February, March? That's, I don't know. That's when they filmed it. So they've already filmed it. So it'll end. It'll probably air in the fall. Let's see. I love how we're doing this on the podcast. Did they film Winter <laughs> House? You know, your typing is riveting with your thumbs. Maybe. Maybe. Well, we already we all saw we saw clips. So yes, they've already filmed yes, it. They they filmed it over a seven day period instead of five. Oh, so maybe it'll be shorter. So maybe Winter House is only going to be like four episodes. Oh, God bless, God bless. You know. So we know it's Lindsay. We know it's uh, Kyle and Amanda. We know it is Austin, and there's some male model too. They announced. Oh, not Luke. No, thank God. Carl's coming, isn't he? Carl. And then it's going to be Craig and Austin. Yeah. And then isn't Han- Snagglepuss. Isn't Hannah and Lindsay <laughs> and Sierra coming too? Uh, Jabberjaw is yeah. making an appearance. They call him Jab, 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 <laughs> Jabberjaw. Y'all, welcome to Summer House. The lady from the Where's the Beef commercials. Yeah, the, the lady of the lake. <laughs> welcome to Summer House reunion part Rosalind two. Carter is making an appearance. <laughs> Have you seen have you seen that that thing of Joe Biden next to Rosalind Carter and the pictures and in the back? She's so small; it looks like a ventriloquist dummy. And she does look like a dude. And you <laughs> see the pictures of them that are like literally from like 1971 that are like painted portraits yes. in the back. Just anyway, they're so tiny. They, they are, are quite old. I'm glad they're still with us. But great, whatever you believe in, they have been great servants to our country. They have. Habitat so, for Humanity. Yeah, they've done yeah. a lot. So good for them. Um, so, do we have to talk about people who hasn't haven't necessarily been great servants? <laughs> this is the, oh, this is man. reunion part two, y'all. Brownie Gates Summer House reunion part two. Part two. Part dose. So, let's just jump into it. I don't know any other way. Do, do we, you? Do you feel like now that we've both watched this whole thing? 
do you feel like we could have done this reunion in one and a half parts? Because there wasn't a lot of substance to this one. It should have been one reunion. Yeah. Maybe. So we, we start this, you guys. If, we it not a, if it was 90 Day Fiance, this would have been in four parts. <laughs> and we would have asked. Uh, we, 90 Day Fiance reunions are like soap operas. Yeah, they are. But like, previously. <laughs> previously. Uh, we asked, uh, we asked, we, we asked Big Ed what shaving cream he used. Exactly. What was his answer? We'll find out on the next tell-all. Oh, God. <laughs> um, let's see. Do we have any announcements? Well, let's see. This is drop- dropping on Friday. Tomorrow, our first two episodes of Extreme Sisters. Yes, we'll drop on the free feed. Drop on the free feed. So you can, you can as we can say, just a tip. Just see if tip. you like Try it. Try before you buy. And then if you like it, you can jump on the $8 tier. If you're tier. like me, you're like, grab it all in. Grab it all in. <laughs> On reality. Somebody, by the way, just messaged me and they're like, uh, we're not saying this. You said this. So I'm just quoting. You said, uh, I hate Patreon. I hate the app. But, but we want to remind you that we there's, have there's two an alternate. Links. There's two links in the show notes. You can use Supercast, which a lot of sissies have found much easier and yep. much more user friendly. There's no $15 tier for the videos because they don't do video, but the five and the $8 tiers are available Supercast, on Supercast. to me, is an infinitely easier interface that was really hard to say it's really hard to say but it is like infinitely ev- easier interface y'all every carl's wife can use supercast it's so easy it's so i can should, get around in supercast. that should be their tagline supercast made for carl's, made wives. For carl's wives that's what they should say <laughs> we just had someone on the sister squad today saying carl how do i watch a patreon <laughs> sorry god bless you carl's wife you're trying at you're least trying. you're reaching out you're reaching out um, and some people are like, how do I watch it? How do y'all get it on your TVs like some of you do? I don't know that answer. How do I can has Patreon? Yes. <laughs> but anyway, I think that is... You can, you can throw it somehow on your TV. I think that's a Chromecast or something. Yeah. Who gives a shit? <laughs> anyway, y'all. So you can jump into Extreme Sisters. And we also got Single Life. We uh, also got Single Life. Those are uh, Those dropped. We just dropped the latest two episodes. We're caught up. We're caught up. So Single Life's going to air on Sunday night, and so... No, I think we got one more to do. Well, by the, t- by the time <laughs> they hear this, we'll... Yes. I, Remember, I, Poodle? I it's not always time. in real time. I don't understand time. God. The, 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 the politics of space I, and time elude me. I, elude me. I need a... a, a, we, need a, a, a we need a producer here that just literally every five minutes slides tells a piece of paper. Tells me what day it is. Tells, yeah. <laughs> Poodle, what day Not really time what day it is now, what day it is when this will air. Um, Golly. Should we jump into this? Let's jump in. We have food coming. So We do have food coming. I'm very excited because <laughs> I'm, I'm hungry. Y'all, my whole, my whole life is planning when I'm going to eat and it's looking true. forward to it. It's true. And then thinking about when I need to space out things to eat because you don't need to get me when I'm hungry. No, you don't. I'm not... Quote, pleasant to be around. I'm not a joy to Some have, have in class. Said. So look, y'all. <laughs> Kyle just walked out of last, at the end of last part one of the reunion. And so, and he told Hannah she was gross. And so he walks out. And one of my favorite parts is couch talk. So we see like Paige yeah. talking to Hannah. And she looks at Hannah and she was like, pull it together, Hannah. I know. Pull it together. And Sierra looks at her and says, do not let them see you crack. I know. And I was like, I love I that. I think we've already seen the cracks. 
But I like it that they kind of, I think they had a moment in between here that Hannah said, can you, go, can you girls support me? Can well, you- it, it happens later on all throughout the show, a page kind of telling, we're going to get to that, a page yeah. kind of telling Hannah like, hey, well, we're going to get to it. So anyway, so we talk a little bit about Carl and Andy's, you know, saying resident like, summer house fuck boy for years, changed his ways for years, and he's kind of now. And so they talk a lot about what's going on with his brother, and they, um, and you know, as we mentioned, his brother um, committed suicide, right? And so, um, and Sierra talks about dealing with ICU. Was it? Was it? Was it? I thought he oh, just wait, it overdosed. Was overdosed. It was overdosed. Yeah, it I'm wasn't sorry. suicide. It was overdose. Apologize. Um, Sierra said something really beautiful again to him. She said, you know, your brother didn't die in vain. You know how dangerous it was. And Luke lost an uncle to suicide. That's yes, what Luke you're thinking. lost an uncle to suicide. And, but she told Carl, she said, you know, he potentially saved your life. And so anyway, it's, um, it was a very sweet moment. And then, um, and yeah, Luke talks about his uncle and basically they talk about how, the kind of all of them rallied around Carl right. to support them in that. Uh, just another Bravo, Bravo crossover moment. Captain Lee from Below Deck actually reached out to Carl and said, I'm sorry you're going through this. Because he, if you guys know Captain Lee's story, his son died of a drug overdose as well. Mm, yes. Um, very, very hurtful for his him and Yeah, his and so Lindsay said that, and then Amanda said, the Bravo family is strong. And Lindsay <laughs> said, yes, the Bravo family is strong. And then I looked, I said, except for everybody in this room. Yeah, right. to, like, cut each other and kill one another. Yeah, it's like th- the three young girls, then Amanda and the olds. The thing that I felt like really failed about this reunion, I mean, I liked it. There were some good parts, but the big miss was... And he, you think he would go into this, but Andy Cohen didn't. We, we're going to talk about later that Danielle just goes after Paige. No, out of nowhere, out of nowhere. And Andy never addressed that. We never found out like why is Danielle. I well, can understand why Danielle doesn't like Hannah. Is it that she doesn't like Hannah now, so she doesn't it like was, Paige? It was that Danielle. Paige tried to come for Danielle a little bit, saying, why are you doing this? Why are you speaking up so much? You were basically working the whole time. Danielle flipped out. And, th- and so I think, I think Danielle was going to come for whoever tried to shush her. I think she'd been watching. Mm-hmm. I think she'd been wound up. She realized um, she was boring. Possibly. But this is the thing. Andy Cohen's a shitty host. Because he wouldn't say, or even a moderator, he wouldn't say things like, wait, 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 wait. Because like, even a Sean Robinson would have said, hold on, hold on. What's this he about? He lets it happen. Yeah, now, yeah. that could be because he enjoys that. And he knows that people love the juicy fights. Yeah. He's, again, he's producing as he's hosting. Um, but I don't know. I, I prefer if someone does get in the middle of all that shit. I mean, shit. he interrupted them after a while. But interrupt them and say... What's this about? Right. Why is, where is this coming from? I, I would love to ask Andy Cohen what he thinks the point of a reunion is. I would love to get his, not the bullshit host I thing. I think I know why. Why? Money, 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 right. money. Money makes the world go, go around, the world go around, the world go around. I agree, but I would love, I would love to hear his bullshit answer. I'd love to hear his 
I don't know, this is to, to wrap everything up and to let everyone be heard and blah, blah, blah. I, I don't know. I don't need to hear his answer. But I'm saying it, whatever, whatever he would say then would, would, would be at odds with what he lets happen. I'm True. still not never going to – you guys I, – I, someone, someone sent me an, a DM that was like, oh, I like Andy Cohen. I noticed you guys don't. I said, I'm never going to like him. He's too slick for me. Everything's too polished. And when he does lean in to kind of like to, to ask about the right or wrong of something, it feels judgy. You dislike him more than me. I, but like if you're a 10, I'm like an 8. So mm-hmm. I don't really love him, but I would suck his dick. I think he's no. Cute. You got problems. He'd get high and let me give him a blowjob. <laughs> he would. I, I actually, he would never let me give him a blowjob. I'm not a. I'm. I'm. I'm not a blowjob slut like you are. I love a good blowjob. I, I, you and giving one. Oh yeah. I, I will do it because you're a penetration in, slut. Kind of. Yeah. I will actually. Do it. You're a kissing slut. I'm a worse kissing slut. Actually, I am too. But, but I, I will give a blowjob in the service for something greater. So, close your eyes. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> I, picture it. Okay. You're, we're in New York doing a live show. We're there in town. We decide to like, we're at a bar, at a gay bar. Andy Cohen's there. Somehow y'all start talking. Would he pay for my drinks? You yes. You tell him you. That's a, that's in the right direction. You school him and you shade him and tell him like I think you could be doing more da da da, and then he says, "Oh yeah, I've heard your show. You don't like me." He gives you a drink and then he puts his hand down the back of your pants. Are you going to make out with him in that bar? Um, how many drinks have I had? Two. Hmm. Two would be enough to not. One more, if he was really, if he was pushing and looking into my eyes in the right way, that with, with his wonky eye kind of. And he of, maybe offered you some pot. If he, and if he offered you're, me imagine, any, any other drugs, I would be at his house. You're at Barracuda. Oh, I'm already like <laughs> geared up. I'm already in full slut mode, too, probably. I don't even know if that bar's still open. And also but. the fact that he's been on television. Yeah, I would. I would. You're right. <laughs> okay, but, thank you. But I, wouldn't, I, would not, I would not say, I'd look at him and say, I'd love to give him a blowjob. That I wouldn't do. Yeah, okay. That's not for me. He's got nice legs. I just would like to rub on his We calves. need to move well, on. Okay, let's move on. I'm disturbed. Um, so, so, anyway. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so, that's kind of... Carl says, speaking of nice calves, he's got, oh, he's so cute. Carl says, he he said he went down a dark path, and this, this kind of made me a little present emotionally, and he says, and Kyle came over, he said he went down a dark path, like, after the show this winter, Kyle knew what was going on with him, and Kyle came over and told him that he loved him, and he said, we don't have a brother. They are friends. Yes, and he said, well, you don't have that brother, and then you have that bond, and so he's 92 days sober, which is great. That's fantastic. Um, I think this is really good for him because uh, it, it'll let him know what his life is like without alcohol. He can yeah. experience sobriety. Well, Kyle said, I felt like everybody got to know. Kyle and Amanda said, um, who knew that I would end up loving them so much as a couple? I mean, I, I really like them I too. love Amanda. Um, but Boy, that is so far I, from what happened. I, I know. I used to know. I was like, she's annoying and I didn't like her and I fully love her now. I think she's the most mature person on the show. Fully love her. Like, yeah. I would t- she's also the most emotionally 
kind of hyper aware. Yeah. Uh, now she does let her emotions uh, get the better of her sometimes, but she's actually aware of it. Let me ask you a question. Sure. Who do you think of these people? Bareback. What? Oh. Well, <laughs> Jesus. Pony side up. Um, who do you think of these people? Our friends. Uh, off the show that they're not paid to be friends. I think. Um, well, uh, clearly, clearly, Sierra, Hannah, and Paige are their own thing. Yeah, they're their own thing. They're not really friends with anyone. None of them. Sierra maybe is kind of talks to Carl, but I yeah. don't think a lot. I think Paige is friends with Amanda. Definitely. Oh, wait. Paige yeah. is friends with Amanda. Other than that, I think that is the only cross of Paige and Amanda. I agree. I think that um, they could all. They all at the end. Luke is like a. I think Luke uh, and Lindsay talk to people at a distance. Yeah, but not really are in. in I think Lindsay is friends with Carl and Kyle. Yeah, because they've been on the show for five seasons. That's true, but definitely, I feel like the core friends are Kyle, Carl, Amanda, Danielle. I think they're all like. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder how much they all talk to Danielle. Danielle talked about her boyfriend. Uh, whatever his name is, Ryan, Robert. Scott, whatever. Robert. Robert hangs out with them even without her. Yeah. I, I, that may have happened one time. I think Danielle's too busy at work. Uh, She's QED I, reports are always yeah. <laughs> looming over her, y'all. Uh, I mean, the only best friends to me are, are the three younger girls. And I, all the others are... And Carl and Kyle, I think, right. are best friends. I mean, they work together, too. I don't know if they're best friends. but I think they are. I think. I mean, he did ask him to be the best man in his wedding, like legit the real best man. That's true. I think they're best friends. I I just the 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 setup for Summer House has always been friends from New York go and let's see what happens. And it, it is strange to when that starts to fracture. We have either shows that are less compelling or things that don't necessarily feel but pass the smell test. I mean, yeah, Hannah doesn't have friends. Luke even said no. Luke even said during the thing under his breath, she's losing just losing friends left and right. Right. And Hannah's house. only friend is Paige and probably Sierra who's her protector. It, kind of, but you know, Luke said, you know, she's losing friends friends left and right and I wrote and that's exactly what Des wants. Yeah, I don't know how much I can blame Des for that, but he's definitely a part of it. She's not a blame. She's complicit, uh, but... But, uh, so, one thing that... Uh, another question, and I think this is such a dumb question that, that Andy... But it's a fair question. Andy asked um, uh, Carl, do you find it... He said, do you find it challenging working for an alcohol company? Oh, I love that question. But to me... Because I thought that, and I think other... No, I, I think it, but I, I know a lot of sober people who work in entertainment. And I thought Lindsay did a great job of explaining that. You yeah. kind of see like, yeah, a lot of people are sober because they've been in that business and seen right. what alcohol does. And, but you know why? It was a lot the way, of bartenders it was the are way, sober. It was the way he asked it, and he kind of wrinkled up his nose like it was coming from judgment. But Again, just Andy. I know. I just, I hate it. I know. I know. It's like, you think that's weird? Um, I know. Yeah, a lot of there are quite know. a few bartenders I, that are sober. That's what I I brought it up. You don't have to explain it to me. <laughs> Maybe. Um, Sorry, I drank my water loudly. It was like uh, so. Basically, but speaking of drinking, let's talk about. Pa- Carl says he said it gives me a lot of power to say I'm not drinking. 
Carl saying that I have power makes me want to put a He-Man sword and like a He-Man outfit on it, and I just want him to fuck me like Orko. <laughs> I don't think I don't think He Man ever fucked Orko. He Man fisted Orko. He fucked Tila. No, He Man Adam when he was Adam. I know he fucked no, Orko. Okay. He was wearing purple tights. This Orko is a has, weird area. Orko has that big hole in his. But in Orko, his cape. Orko is not a sentient being. You don't know that <laughs> he was underneath that hat. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Y'all, if you don't think Prince Adam and you're, Orko did some freaky like, dicky shit. You're geared up today, and I don't like it. Um, so there was something, I don't know, that uh, Lindsay was, what does this say? The the Luke fight they were talking about, and Lindsay tackling him because of ROTC training. Yes. Um, they, were t- they were talking about, so... I don't know if you guys saw the the one comment that they had. They were talking about breaking up the Luke fight with Carl, and Lindsay just basically shut it down, pushed one of the guys out of the way, and they were basically saying because of her ROTC training. She fucking manhandled him, as they said. I mean, I she, enjoyed it. I enjoyed his. I enjoy Lindsay. I do too. I, I, enjoy- I remember <clears throat> we, we we first started. I was kind of like, ugh. Now she's the the highlight of the show for me. Oh yeah. For sure. Uh, then there so, was... Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, I was just going to say, so they're talking about the pub, cry, pub crawl fight, and they're talking... You know, this was all about, like, Carl and Kyle. They were drunk, and they were upset at Luke, and that... Um, and so, basically... And Sierra texting, or Luke texting, texting Sierra. They're talking about, yeah, it's Sierra late at night, and Hannah says, well, Luke even texted me. And then Lindsay said... Luke texted Luke's me, texted me too. and I'm his friend. <laughs> and I, I think if we talk about who kind of won the tell-all as far as reason, yeah, I think it's Sierra. You know, she, she kept her head together. She didn't say a lot, but she what she sounded said, like the biggest adult on the on the stage. Yeah, because she said that Lindsay. She's like, so that's great for you, right? But he wasn't sending you mixed signals. Right. He wasn't telling you that he was interested in him and that he wanted you to go. And do she kind of just stared at Sierra like, she was no like, one claps back at me like that. Yeah, she's kind of <laughs> like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> it's kind of like when when Danielle's like, she's like, am I? Am, I mean, am I the problem in my relationship? And Danielle went, yes. Oh, when Lindsay said, are you <laughs> yeah. the problem? Yeah, and Danielle, yeah. Oh, so. Okay. <laughs> and then Kyle said, you know. We were just trying to tell Luke because, you know, we're not the poster boys of how women should be treated. Now, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Hannah coughs very loudly. Like, not even like, but like. (laughs) Now, question. Yes. There's no way this was. It was shit on purpose. It's fake. There's no way this was. She one million percent did that. Yeah, that's that's what it seemed like. Because if you get choked out of the blue, you cough and then you cough for a little bit. Right. She just went literally kind of one comedy cough. Yeah. And then she tried to act like she just coughed. Which is kind of a metaphor for what Hannah has been doing this season. No, I agree. And still is trying to do in this episode. She literally, y'all, she flip-flops. Takes no She flip-flops no on her words so much, this reunion, of she would say one thing and then go back and say, and I went and yep. say the complete opposite. And I'm like, girl, what are you smoking? Like, 
but you notice when Hannah did that, uh, Kyle and Carl kind of looked at her, but it wasn't neither of them who freaked out. It was Danielle. Well, I think they're like, we can't say anything to her as men because Hannah talks about being triggered about that so much. She right. just starts crying and freaking out, and then they look like assholes. Right. But I'm saying, but did do you think Danielle was just feeling a sense of injustice, or was she trying to take up for them? I... <clears throat> I don't. I think it was less about them and what she thinks about Hannah. I think we're going to get to this later, but I think Danielle is pissed off about what Hannah did to Amanda. Hmm. Maybe. I, I don't know. I don't nah. know. I say that. I'm like, maybe not. I don't think she Again, cares about those people. That's the biggest missed opportunity <laughs> is we don't know why Daniel was so upset. Yeah. Yeah. Danielle, if you're listening, let us know. Well, it should have been that uh, Danielle or... Someone like Andy Cohen had been Daniel. Why are you? Why are you so animated about this? Exactly. That would have been a question to ask. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, let's wrap this up. So let's see. They. Um, they so they talks- cough, and then everybody looks. At, that's when yeah, and Danielle's like, "Really?" And it's like, "What? I just coughed. I just coughed." And everybody's just kind of standing there, totally like gobsmacked however andy cohen um let's talk about all the three's little relationship stuff and then we'll take a break but first of all danielle talks about robert who he's she's still with and she says he's the one they're she says he's the one they've been living together now for five months yeah robert hangs out like i said earlier with them with her things are great now Paige and perry they're done donezo um, she, um, and basically that's where I think Amanda summed it up best where she said, I feel like Paige was unsure about this for a while. And I think she was having trouble admitting it to herself. Right. Like, and I've been, you, you never been in those relationships where you keep telling yourself on paper and everything, this person's great, but you're just not into it. Lots of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think that happens to a lot. You're like... Lots of them. From someone who dates a lot of bad guys, when you date the good guys, you try to tell yourself that's who you should like. And then you end up... Feeling kind of red (laughs) right now. Then you end up breaking up with them and then calling that bad guy to fuck you that night. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) I've been there. Ooh. I just got called out. I'd be dating some guy who was like forthcoming. I remember I dated this one guy... I was like, that's it. I'm going to get married. He was like, handsome man, black man. He had a, he just adopted because his first one died. He had just adopted a miniature Schnauzer puppy. Like, he loved Schnauzers. I had my Schnauzer. How'd you fuck that up? And then he was a music major, undergrad, oh. and worked in a corp, but you know worked what? in a corporate job. But you know what? You probably well, felt competitive with them. No, because I'm not compa- I'm very not competitive. I'm not. I am with myself, but not with other people. Um, but he, like, didn't do music. He did, like, a job that makes money now. But he still did, like, he appreciated the arts. And I was like, this is it. I'm going to marry this guy. It was the most boring time I ever had on a date ever. Like, I was oh. so bored. No, you see, you only went out one time. We went out one time, and I'm like, he wanted to go out again. And I'm like, I am. Oh. I thought you said you're, like, dating him. I was like. We went out once. No, but then that night, I came home and one of my download guys texted me. They're like, "What's up, bro?" And I'm like, "Come over." <laughs> so I get it. I need to drown my sorrows. 
I don't care what your name is. Um, we have I, a love that you should not speak, but your name. <laughs> <laughs> but no, my thing was I went on more than one date and everything was great. And I did I a would, three date with one guy. Yeah. I was just kind of like, mm. and then we kissed, and I was like, nothing. Or they just stick your tongue in, in in your mouth and just keep it there. Why do people kiss like that? <laughs> there are people that just go. I know, y'all. If you kiss like that, come at us and we will give you a kiss tutorial. We, <laughs> we will tell you how to uh, do it. I can tell you I'm not going to kiss you. No, I'm unless not gonna, you're hot. I'm not going to kiss. No, you could tell them how to kiss. I don't know if I can tell you how to kiss. I think a lot of it is relying on... You're a teacher. Step up. I think a lot of it is relying on on cues from the other person as well. For sure, yeah. For sure. So I can't can't give you a manual. (sighs) Well, speaking of manual, Lindsay and Stravi, let's talk about it. They talked about the PowerPoint. (laughs) Um, Y'all, you could tell before she even said she had already thrown Steven under the bus like four times in this. So it was clear that they broke up. Um, yeah. She says that we broke up because we're 100% not good for no- one another. She's like, he ran away numerous times again. He ran away numerous times like it's a cat. Like it's a cat. <laughs> like he was yes, a cat. Exactly. Kept getting out. She's like, personality-wise, we're just not meant to be together. He ran away. <laughs> he kept... I put I put a I put a saucer of milk. <laughs> he was gone every Thursday night. He'd come back on Sunday morning. Did work. <laughs> He would get out. I just put up a picture in the neighborhood. (laughs) He'd be back. I did a phone, a text alert. I paid good money. Anyway. Uh, So uh, there's there's one thing that uh, they were talking about the psychic and you know what though, but this is all getting to Hannah stuff. You want to let's take a quick commercial break and and we're going to talk about. The psychic heard round the world. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See... Now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with their ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of me undies, great new underwear, which makes my um 
important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft. And the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of MeUndies? It's on MeUndies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash 
slash reality gaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash reality gaze. Don't forget to share your song with us too. Songfinch.com slash reality gaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Oh, I got a text from my psychic talking about Lindsay. The psychic doesn't even... I'm, I know, Hannah, I'm your friend, a psychic who you don't pay. But guess what? I know that girl that I don't know and you barely know slept with one of your other roommates. I don't know how I know that, but I know it. Come at me on TikTok. <laughs> Come at me on TikTok. Um, then... So Hannah explained the psychic uh, away like this. I wanted it to be a joke I had with my best friend. But why? I think now I think this was because they were bored. That's why this whole Lindsay slept with Luke thing. There they were bored and there wasn't enough to do. That when she said that explanation, I said liar yeah that You're explanation a liar of, liar of, liar of wanting to have a joke with your best friend she wanted to start drama and then later she even admitted well i did want to stir the pot a little bit yeah she said that so that's what that, <sighs> hannah did not look good she, hannah looked no like, yeah she looks like a crazy unemotionally stable uh, uh, unstable liar especially in part two she just was she j- and not, i'm not talking because she was crying and upset no it's not that i'm not all mean, of her explanations all of her explanations yeah. were like i'm like are you fucking on something? Because you're saying one thing and then five minutes later, it's completely different. And you, what she is doing, it's all, at first she denies something and then out comes a half truth. Yeah. And you know when someone has a half truth that that probably, the whole truth of what you think is the whole yeah. truth. Yeah. I agree. Um, anyway, and then so Danielle freaks out again. At, at Hannah, and then Paige starts to get involved. Yeah, because Lindsay says you were attacking my character. Right, which and, is not really true. And she's like, because Paige said, no, we weren't, because we didn't know the timeline. Right. We weren't insinuating that you were cheating, because Lindsay was like, they said I was cheating on Stratty. She's like, right. we didn't say That's that. That's not what they said. Yeah. Yes. I, I will defend that part. And um, Paige said, no, we did not think that. And that's when Danielle jumped in. And I have to say... She very rarely gets sassy. I fucking love Sassy Paige. Oh yeah, when she's I'm not like, talking to you, Danielle. She's I'm like, I'm not talking to you, Danielle. And this is this is if if Danielle had was the the biggest problem was 
Danielle not being involved with anyone's drama the whole season except for Lindsay because she is Lindsay's friend. And then thinking she has the agency to speak about everyone's situation. Yes. That yes. that's kind of what threw me about this whole thing. She's been now it's it like could she's be, the arbiter of everyone's yeah, experience. It could be that yes, yes, she had to work. She had to work a uh, fourteen hours a that day. That is or when whatever. Paige was like, You were working. I know. That and you know great. what? That was funny. And that was funny. And finally she's like, Shut up, Danielle, and Danielle keeps going. And Danielle's what does she say? But Paige looks at her and goes, Fuck you. you, Danielle. Like I don't, I can't remember what it was, but it, it was, was just like if 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 you are basically having to say fuck you to a cast member who's supposed to be your friend, uh, we've all passed the point of no return. We passed the point. Passed the point of no return. I started that way too high. That's so high, I can't even use words. <laughs> what the I, fuck? I'm sorry, I, I started it way too high. That's something you normally do. <laughs> We're both already kind of phlegmy and ugh today anyway. Past the point it's I too late. Know. It's done. You're right. Um, <laughs> now, I know when it's done. Now, so, is it part of two? I think they probably would never agree to this. But we've said this before. <sighs> I do think there's a little bit of jealousy. I think Danielle and Hannah work hard, or Danielle and Paige work hard. Yeah. And I think it looks easy. It looks fun. It looks influencery. They have their podcast, which Giggly Squad is a huge podcast right. now. But and hey and Paige and Paige has a huge Instagram account. Mm-hmm. I think they're jealous a little bit. I do think I hundred percent. I think they feel like, why well, I haven't think, I had that type of success? I think all of them. Why am I the, doing QED reports? All of the older, the olds, as I say, uh, all and I shouldn't call them. They're they're all younger than me. Even but, Kyle, a little bit. He's yes, I think it, they're jealous. Yeah. I I yeah. think you're right. I, I think. Sneeze. Oh, okay. Keep going. Great. <laughs> I'm glad you used your uh, my Dracula your elbow. Uh, so. Then we kind of get into, and then I wrote Andy kind of comes at Hannah a little bit in the yeah. same way. Um, and they're talking about Des. The, the, the Des and the engagement. Yes. And, and he's like, you're engaged after six months? Right. <clears throat> and he asked Sierra, people like, what if they thought Des was a rebound? Right. And Amanda actually defends Hannah. She's like... I think a lot of people say that, and she said, like, a lot of relationships are rebound. It's not a bad thing. Right. Here is Hannah completely fucking over, but Amanda... No, she's the most emotionally mature person on in the house, definitely. She really is. P- Sierra loves him. Paige thinks they're great together. Um, Luke says that he... This wasn't filmed, but that he said, as long as he makes Hannah happy. Right. And Kyle actually... Wish him the best. Kyle <laughs> said, I was happy for you. Right. And then there was a thing about him looking like Des, looking like old Kyle. Which, which is kind of true. Which is kind of funny. And then they're talking about the timeline. They met in, uh, Hannah responds saying, we met and July 11th, then I'll see you in seven weeks because I'm going off to do this show. And Luke's basically saying things like, thanks for dragging me through the mud. Um, and making that, yeah. me the bad guy. 
He's like, I had, Andy also said to Hannah, he said, you seem like you were obsessed with him. Andy yeah. Cohen did say it. But yeah, Luke said, thanks for dragging me. I had a hard summer. Um, and then Lindsay <laughs> steps up and says, so um, are you going to take some responsibility for leading people to believe, uh, uh, leading people to believe that Luke was leading you on when you were doing this whole thing and had a couple of guys? Are you going to take the responsibility? And then Hannah says, well, instead of saying, instead of Hannah admitting that she was doing that, right. she, she totally, what's it called when you are in a, a fight or whatever and you uh, distract someone with like a different topic or a different, what's that called? Uh, I'm blanking. Riveting, y'all. Riveting. Uh, like a dis- distract someone with a... Well, what meaning it's like a shoot up a flare or shoot, something yeah. yeah someone's screaming kind of like everybody y'all we got it by the way that madonna song was take a bow <laughs> you read I us. only got 35 <laughs> instagram dms and it wasn't just like hey y'all i wanted to let you know no take, there was a was, lot of anger it was all caps it. It was a many lot of exclamation anger. points Lots. You know what? I kind of understand the anger, <laughs> we, too. We, we should have known that. Because I listened to that song over, over and over, and over again. again. And I, you know why I could not come up with the name of it? Because the, the words take a bow are not in the chorus, which is weird for a pop song. This show is over. Take a bow. Say goodbye. Oh, it's say goodbye. Yes. It is. Mm-hmm. No, she says... Take a bow. That's a verse. That's uh, the verse. But it's in the... That's the verse. That's confusing. The, but now I'm saying a lot of pop songs, most of the title. Could you t- show your legs a little bit? Y'all, Poodle's wearing jeans, <laughs> and one of his nutsacks are about to fall out because there's a hole well, in it. My underwear is here. You can see it. Earlier, I said, you need to fix that. And he said, if someone's down there, they're they're happy. <laughs> I did say that, and I'm t- I'm totally support that sentiment. <sighs> Look, this is fine. We need a jeans this sponsor. Is my, you need this new is jeans. My, you know what? I'm going to get it patched. <sighs> Just My, my thighs rub against each other. <laughs> you know what? You can't have me. <laughs> so, Han- Hannah basically she tries to distract the conversation, and she says, "I was upset." Instead of admitting what she did was the same thing, yeah. She said, "I was upset. He confused me. He was so nice to me. He led me on. He asked me to go to yeah, Minnesota. Bullshit. He asked me to go to Minnesota, and now." And then Luke says, and this is a huge deal. I'm going to break, break the fourth wall. I'm going to break the fourth wall here, which I don't know if that's exactly what that that would be talking to the television. Yeah. That would be breaking the yeah. fourth wall. Yeah. He doesn't. Uh, really he never care. talked to the cameras. No. People out there yeah. in, in, in Bravo land, in TV Hello, land. Hello, this is Luke. I want to say this is all an illusion. An illusion. Uh, no, uh, so that's not really what breaking. No, he, he basically was talking. This the 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 term for this would be inside baseball. Luke, go make jewelry. Yeah, it's better when it's 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 better when it doesn't speak. <laughs> it's better when it just fucks you and leaves. Uh-huh. <laughs> not as pretty when it speaks. Not as pretty when it speaks. So yes, um, he broke the fourth wall, and and he said what poodle? He said, well, Hannah. To be honest, the producers told me. To invite you to Minnesota. Production told me that. And Hannah completely lost freaked out. It. And I have to say, this is the part where I like that because he's a producer, he can do it. Andy Cohen was like, that's not That's true. not true. Do you think that was true? Um, 
No. Also, he just flat out lied. I think he, I think he probably thinks it's right. I think that possibly um, Luca was just talking about Minnesota, and it just because he invites, and he even said this, he invites everybody. He invites everybody to Minnesota. Yeah. If he never invites anyone, then maybe I'd believe producer. What do you so think? So you think he completely invented? I I thought they because you know you have meetings with production. Yeah, saying, these we're shows gonna, are produced. We're going to talk about this today. And someone might have offhandedly say, you know, he was talking about Minnesota. It's like, maybe you can invite blah, blah, blah. But also, why would they do that when they know they're not going to film there? That's very true. As a producer, why would you be involved? But yeah, y'all, that was the that was the strongest opinion Andy Cohen did the entire time was defending production. (laughs) So she should. But I'm saying so that he. If you're worried, if you're wondering whether he's a host or a producer, he's a producer, like I said. He's a producer. <clears throat> he's a producer. That's why you should not be hosting the reunions. It was nice in that part because he could shut that down. I'm, whereas we would have to pause and Sean Roberts would say, Oh, hold on. <laughs> touch your inside. So the producer's saying that would never happen. She's looking concerned. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, hold on, Danielle, poor, we have a problem. Poor Sean Robinson. <laughs> Sequem, we have a problem. <laughs> Um, so anyway, I, uh, she walks off. Hannah says that's the meanest thing a guy has ever said to me. Yeah. And Luke goes off to apologize to her. And then it shuts down Which again. is not the time to do it. Then we have Amanda. This shows their friendship. Amanda goes over and sits by Paige and Sierra. Right. And she's like, guys, that was fucked up. Yeah. It. And so finally, Luke is like. He's trying to talk to her, and Hannah's like, look, you're the only person I trusted in this group, which, again, I don't believe that. Like, you say- Me either. You, like, you're friends with Paige, obviously. You said you're friends with a man. Like, it, she's, the she, duplicitousness of, of Hannah, yeah, the she, two-sidedness, I'm like, oh. She, it's, it's interesting how- Shit's going on in her life that we don't know I about. Don't, I, don't, I, I don't know if she has any fans left after this. Boy, she, she made a mess. She of burned a lot of people herself. I, I haven't listened to it, but I've just seen their memes. I, I know Crappens has came for her too. I think really. I, th- I mean, they're making fun of her yeah. ridiculousness. Yeah. I mean, not coming for her, y'all. We don't like. We don't know these people. I mean, we did do an interview, so I guess we do know Hannah, and she seems yeah. like a fine person. We're just talking about like on the show. And I think how there's also a difference between someone, the person on the show, and, and the, the person in, in real, real life. life. Yeah, I think Hannah's. I don't think Hannah's a bad person. I just yeah. think. In this reality show, she, she really fucked she, it up. She looks like a villain. Like they they actually created a villain this year. Yeah, she made they herself never had a villain that on this show. No, she was a villain. She was like Catherine in the first two seasons of Southern Charm. Yes. You always just. It, but she's unlike unlike someone like Madison who would defend themselves. Madison, 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 <laughs> Madison. like a crazy person. Madison. I thought like a crazy person. I hope they show the Madison <laughs> clip even in Winterhouse. They just always show it. Madison. Oh, good. Now I can do, you can do Craig's voice and I can do Arthur voice with yeah, the tongue. Hi, I'm here in the winter night. <laughs> Carl, do you want to like lick my really smooth butthole? <laughs> Carl, do you want to It's spin? so smooth. I'll make you a pillow. <laughs> And we can perch your head on the pillow while you lick my smooth yeah, butthole. That's perfect. That's perfect. Um, so what do you think about uh they did say 
Uh, they talked about Dez. Well, he goes Hannah. back and apologizes yeah. to her. We should say that. Um, and Sierra even said too on the couch, she's like, "Wow, he really is acting like he is innocent." Yeah. You know what? I think one reason when they're Luke and Hannah are kind of the same. Like they both do shit to fuck with people, and then when you call them on it, they both want to be the Boy Scout. They both want to be the Boy Scout, and they're like, "What are you talking about?" I tell you what, they both do the same thing. They just, I just realized that. Yep. A lot of it is trying to be everyone's best friend and trying to be blameless, but still wanting to be uh, a backbiter, still wanting to get your own in. Yep. 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 Because Luke gives her this shitty apology. Like, yeah, it was bad. I'm so sorry. But she just. That felt, they would be the worst couple, y'all. Oh, yeah. Hannah and Luke would be the worst I couple. I felt bad that she had to hug him. Yeah, me too. Um, So, the Amanda's talking about uh, them fucking in their bathroom. As Andy said, he brings up a bathroom gate. And I will say, Amanda's to, to, to Hannah, she said, you did this intentionally to hurt us, with an intention to hurt us. And Hannah... Kind of apologizes or tries Not really, to. Andy said, "Was the decision to have spite or passion?" And yeah. that was a good question. And Hannah says this bullshit answer of, "I think passion and spite are a thin line." Lindsay That's a completely calls answer. bullshit. Carl even looks at her and finally speaks up and says, "Hannah, come on, that's stupid." Right. And that's where. And once Carl calls her out on, it, she kind of says, "It was she stupid." Folds. She folds. She was like, "It was stupid." And then she was like, but you know, we just thought, you know, it would be a fun thing. And then Amanda said, but here's the thing. If you had told me, oh my God, Des, in the heat of the moment, fucked in your bathroom, I'd be like, gross. Right. But the fact that you made it this kind of insidious secret. Yeah. And, and then used and it told, to laugh And about, then told everyone but us and told Sierra and Paige. And then Carl called exactly what we've talked about. He said... You two think because you two think you're comedians that you can do things and get away with it. Yep. And it's dead ha, on. ha ha. It's a laugh at everybody else's expense. Yep. And that's when it's that ivory tower. And that's when Amanda said, That's not what people do with people that are their friend. Yep. Yeah, they read her for filth. And all of it, all of it was Y'all, not even poodle. Well, Poodle in his twenties would have fucked in my bathroom, but I would have told you. But you would have told me <laughs> when you when you came to visit Sissy and I. You masturbated on our floor in the living room, and you told us. I didn't. I I you said had phone. I, sex. I said I had phone sex, and but you I, told us, and it was there was a blanket down. Yeah, you told us. I know. What's the difference when I masturbated? Uh, That's true. If you fucked, if I masturbated on your bed, you would have told me too. Well, I need to tell you that. <laughs> Guess I need to. I guess I have something to tell you. <laughs> we need to have a conversation. I'm later. laughing because I'm scared. <laughs> um, and Amanda said you knew what you did was out well, no, of spite. They were making a joke out of it. Yeah, they were. They were kind of using. They were kind of. They were. They were. They were using their own sexuality to kind of fuck with people. But fuck with people's boundaries. Well, and who weren't ready for it. And Des came in wanting to hate everybody in the house because yeah. Hannah had been bitching about right. all of them. So he was like, I'm going to show her how much I love her and how I'm the only one that can support her. And how we can kind of defile the house. Yes. I put so many diphthongs in the word only just then. I, I went, know you, only. only. 
Yeah, I kind of ignored it. And yes, and which is again, y'all, he's separated from our friends. We don't love it. So yeah. even Kyle says like You're the fakest friend ever. Do you he's like this guy shakes my hand, he exits this, and do you understand how disrespectful that is? And then that's when she's like, It's one of the dumbest things I've done in my life. She she kind of says says that. But then so then we get into the whole Engagement. Engagement. Wedding thing. Yeah. And that's where we find out that Andy's like, so about the engagement, Hannah said that she, that, that, oh wait, no, no, we need to say Hannah texted, let's say she texted Amanda. Right. And, and basically, and there's a lot of stuff that happens. First of all, it, I was confused here. Basically... <clears throat> You followed Han- this a lot closer than I did. Hannah said Kyle didn't congratulate her. Right, on the engagement. Hannah said she texted Amanda. Um, Which and, is so petty. Honestly. But she didn't text her. She didn't. And and Hannah and Kyle, they didn't congratulate her. And she basically, I don't know why, but Hannah at one point, she was, oh, she said to Kyle, you're mean. You're so mean. Right. And it's like, Y'all, I feel like kids say you're mean when they don't have an actual evidence to back up their argument. Like, you're mean to well, me. Well, what does a, that mean? It's an, it's an, Give me specifics. It's an emotional response versus that is, that is purely not based on any type of rational. Exactly. Yeah. And Andy asked Paige because Paige said she found out, saw an Instagram picture of um, Hannah of wearing ring. a ring, and then Paige called what her. What the fuck? And it kind of shows just kind of like the honestly fucked up kind of just, I think Hannah is right now, I think she's a good person, but I think she's in this total all-consuming relationship. Yeah. And she can't think about anybody else but herself and Des right now. I want to push back on the idea, and you say this all the time, I don't care if people are good, per- good oh, people. Oh, that's true, yeah. yeah I don't, we don't care. Really care. And it's it's... It's it's the the idea of and, it, and what whether or not they're a good person in, you know in a reality. I'm, you context. know I'm saying that though. I you're right, and but I'm saying that because I don't say that a lot, but I I know I've said that a couple of times because you said earlier, and you're right. They made her like a villain. Yeah, they really tried to make it like black and white. She was a villain in this. Yeah, and I guess because I do like Hannah, and she was on our yeah. show, and but we I'm had, saying I I don't care if she's a good person, nor nor do I think that has any effect on what, what someone is inside. Yeah, that's true. But I think, I think, this personally, you tell all your friends you're engaged, then you make your Instagram post. It felt like she, she was doing it Paige. for... Felt like she was doing it for clout. She didn't even tell Paige. She's... And Paige yeah. said, I'm not going to tell Amanda. I think it's fucked up, but it's not my place to tell her. Yeah. And that's when Luke says she's not going to have friends anytime soon. And they kind of bring up the whole Paige said, or they ask Paige, how do you navigate being yeah, in the middle of your side are you best on? friends? Yeah. And why do you let Hannah get away with stuff? And y'all, I'll tell you why. Because it's her business partner. I think even more than her friend. Yeah. It's her business partner. And her livelihood right now. And her livelihood. Look. <laughs> What am I going to do? And you'll have to cover for me. Poodle's what can do- I do to make you explain Poodle's the world gonna, away? He's going to do something really stupid one day, and I'm going to have to cover for him because that's my job as his business what partner. What can I do? And now, my, horribly now my bad. head is reeling. 
What can I do that oh, you'll God. have to defend me? Please don't get Let's any ideas. See. Hmm. Please. Maybe I could go to uh, Philadelphia and wipe my ass with the Constitution. <laughs> I think I'd probably have to drop you on that one. <laughs> Don't think I'd defend that. <laughs> think I <laughs> think you'd be out. <laughs> well, I wonder how I can do that. <sighs> wow. Maybe the Declaration of Independence. That's a little little nicer. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. So Paige says Paige like she said, you know, I don't want to seem like I'm being two-faced um and basically but and she's like i and she started to not answer the question and andy said well i'm interested in hearing this today and that's where (laughs) Paige says i think hannah should have told amanda before the internet found out totally everyone would say that and then hannah says well i think it just goes back to not but I wasn't asked to be a bridesmaid at your wedding. And I went, don't what about, don't you, give, don't I what said, about you that. You screamed at them and told them you didn't want to go to their wedding. Yeah. Then got pissed off when Kyle told you not to come. Like, come on, come on. And then, but that's when we heard my favorite part of this whole thing is you hear Paige under her breath say to Hannah, apologize, apologize, apologize. apologize. Yeah. Like she's thinking this bitch is on a sinking ship, and right. she's trying she's to like, throw apologize. flame Hannah, and shit apologize. at people, Hannah, apologize. and the ship's going down. Right. And then Lindsay actually kind of defended her a little bit. She said, look, I think you have remorse, but I don't think you know how to say it. And, and, right. and like Paige even said, if Hannah said, if she's not articulating how she feels, if she says, I was an asshole, I was a big fucking asshole, I think Amanda would get it more, but instead she keeps justifying her behavior. I wrote down something. I don't know. Clarify what this says. Hannah says, I'm sorry that I haven't been either to release the things that Kyle said to me. She basically says she can't, she needs to release the things Kyle said release, to her. Yeah. That she's still holding up. And that is, and what Carl talked about that too. That's one of the mo- only kind of true things she said in this. Yeah. She's been holding on to Kyle the sh- of previous when Kyle said really mean shit to her. Yeah. From like two seasons ago. But honey. Like work on your stuff or work it with them right. or work it out. Like that's what you got to do. And she's holding on to this and she won't. Let what did go. you think about um she Andy, says I hold grudge, grudges. What did you think about oh, y'all y'all it's really when you have some people who hold grudges uh like my like mother poodle um I learned very early it's just not worth it. Don't y'all talk about it if you forgive someone let go of that. And I I don't I'm just not one who does that. It's going to be interesting in Winter House and the next season of Summer House because Amanda says, because Andy asked her, and she says, there's no way I can be friends with someone who doesn't like Kyle. And she yep. looks right at Hannah and she says, like, I'm I need done. To look, I need to look out for me. She's like, I'm, she actually said to her, I'm done. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's nothing else. And she said, I feel like Hannah looks out for Hannah. And then after all that, and it's been pretty much a hard slog, uh, Andy goes, sandwiches for everyone. That made me laugh at because normally, I, I normally they do drinks. And I was thinking, 
Come on, Carl's not drinking. You're just going to serve drinks. So I, I thought I, that was funny. I thought it was funny, but I'm like, it just did not match the tone of the whole oh, last the 15 way, minutes. But that is the way Southern Charm, every house, that's what they do on these reunions. The last part is the saddest of the sad, where you realize <laughs> these people are broken, and then they go, cheers! <laughs> that's Bravo. I don't, I don't like it. It's awful. Y'all, that's Summer House. We're di- Look. What a- Let's reflect on our Summer House experience. We've, we've said several times that we're not going to keep doing this show. We might. <laughs> Lindsay really sold us in on it. I think we're going to have to keep doing it. So never... F- and also, some of you came at us and begged us not to stop it. Yeah. I, I, I probably received something two or three times a week saying, you guys have to keep doing Summer House. So don't worry. We're going to fucking do it. We're at least doing Winter House. I will say that. We, I'm always saying that we're going to do Summer House. Right. You can you can think what you want to think, Piano Cat. I, no, listen. I'm but just, they're going to go furious. I, I'm, I'm not trying because that won't be, it won't come out until probably March or April of next year. So Yeah. I'll get him good and drunk and get him to agree to it. <laughs> like like extreme sisters. Yeah. If I feed him pizza and oh, get him God. drunk, I'll he'll agree, agree to anything. anything with pizza and vodka. It's really bad. <laughs> Made a lot of bad decisions. <laughs> Y'all, that's the show. Hey, you can go to realitygazepodcast.com. Um, Y'all, if you're looking for a, a, a last-minute Mother's Day gift, nothing says Mother's Day like a <laughs> cameo. So, I have so many to do. Like, especially a Civil War a Civil War Don't. letter. <laughs> or, I, or I'm a mother lover. I'll give you a cameo, too. Uh, I've been doing lots of moms. Uh, have mom you been doing things. a lot of Civil War letters? No Civil War moms. Uh, some, some, but I, um, I think I've been doing a lot of... Uh, I've done good moms. I think, I've been, I think I've been telling a lot of moms to take back Mother's Day this year. In a, in a way that you need to demand your children and your husband tell you how important you are to their lives. That is good. You oh. take fucking Mother's Day back, y'all. Oh, God, you're going to cause fights in people's houses. Um, literally, someone's going to say, so my mother started screaming, nobody loves her because <laughs> of what Jake said. Welcome to how my Mother's Day was like. <sighs> Hey, we do want to remind you on Cameo, you can use the iPhone app. It works a little bit better if you do it on the web. Like right. if you just look for our Cameo link Much on your easier. browser. It's easier. People are having a better experience on it. Just want yeah. some it's glitchy. We don't know why, but anyway, do that. Um, hey. <laughs> I was about to say we call these people hey. lonely arts, but we don't. So y'all, it's gonna be a bit. We'll see you at Winterhouse, but until then, always keep asking yourself, who's, who's Tracy? Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? 
or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 